Hey lovely and welcome to the Manifestation Vibes podcast. My name is Laura Grady and I'm a women's empowerment coach and fulfillment mentor helping you manifest your desires, live in a state of inspiration, alignment and ease without the burnout. For the last few years, I've coached and mentored thousands of women worldwide to help them create the life they desire through my online coaching business, helping women step into their most confident, authentic selves. This podcast is for the woman who desires a bigger and better life for herself. For the woman interested in the depth of manifestation, personal development, and spirituality, and for the woman done with the fluffy BS this spiritual and personal development world can sometimes bring. In this podcast, I will be delivering you weekly episodes on all things manifestation, spirituality, personal development, to empower you to live a life you love. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to Manifestation Vibes, the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today to be discussing what is in the title, which is what it actually takes to make money as a leader in the coaching space and as a as a light worker, as a healer, as a healer, as somebody who works in this service-based industry. And I get asked this question all the time. This comes up with all of my clients all the time as well, you know, around what it actually takes to make money. And don't get me wrong, it takes for you to be able to clear your money shit. Like for the vast majority of people, they're like, oh my God, why aren't I making any money? But my energy is super leaky around money. So therefore they're not actually making any money because of the fact that their energy is really leaky. But it goes so much deeper than that. And the reason that I'm bringing this up today is because I see a lot of stuff in the space. I've been in this industry now for five years and I have seen, I've ridden the ups, the downs and anything that I speak to that I have recognized in other people, I have also recognized within myself. And so I look forward to bringing this episode to you because I'm going to be talking about what it actually takes to make money in this world, right? And a couple of the different ways to start to shift our focus so that you're able to make money in a really grounded, um, embodied way. But before you get into anything, I do want to mention Leadership Codes, guys. Leadership Codes is my four-week container. It is starting on this Wednesday on the 13th of April, and it is a powerful four-week container that is supporting women in owning their power, igniting their confidence, being able to unlock and use their voice, and allowing themselves to truly be seen as leaders in their spaces. Now we have people who are in the coaching space who have joined. Um, We have people who are in the corporate space. We have aspiring coaches who have joined. There is an array of people who have joined this container and it is going to be so fucking potent. We're doing shadow work. We're doing unlocking work with the throat. We're mixing and marrying energetic work and mindset work and spiritual work. And we have breathwork sessions. It's a really beautiful, immersive experience so that you get to step into your true confidence and power as a leader. So if you're feeling the pull, check out the show notes description as we're chatting and getting into today's episode. (sighs) So what does it actually take to make money as a person in the coaching space? Well, this is my opinion. 
Yeah. And you can fucking take it or leave it. And other people will have different opinions, right? But this is my honest, true opinion of what it actually takes to make money as a coach. And I believe that firstly, it takes you looking at your money shit, right? So looking at the beliefs, looking at the leaks within your channel, looking at the uncomfortability that you have around money, the stories that you have around money and making money, the stories that you have around worth. But once that is done, right, and once we have sort of cleared all of that, what it takes to make a fuck ton of money in this space is to drop the idea that it's all about money. Yep, I'm going to say that again. (laughs) It is to drop the idea that being in this space is all about making money because I hate to say it, but It is not all about making money. Money is a beautiful gift, right? It is, um, it's not just a gift. It's like, it's literally just energy, right? It's just energy. It is frequency. And I see it as freedom, as opportunity. But the, the reason why people join this space should not ever be for money. That is a beautiful byproduct of being in the coaching space. And being very service-oriented, money is a beautiful byproduct of that. But we should never join anything just to make money because what it truly means and how people actually make a lot of money in in this world and in this container is by dropping the idea that it's all about money and by becoming an embodied leader who is so grounded in the willingness to be of service to others. That is what it takes, right? And I see these things play out in the space all the time, and I've done both, and I've done both. I'm just prefacing that. But I see these things playing out in the space all the time where, you know, (laughs) the work and the success that they experience becomes all about them. Everything about their coaching business becomes all about them and it stops becoming about the service to other people and the service to expand people and to expand communities and to expand the world and it becomes too much about them. And spirit, the universe, typically (laughs) kicks them up the ass when that happens. I know it's happened to me as well because all of this is about being of service to people. Now, does that mean that you can't make money being of service to other people. Absolutely not. The people who are the most successful in space, people who are really expanding and are doing so fucking well, they are doing that because they are in service of their clients, of their communities, and and there to help expand and inspire so many fucking people, right? They are embedded deeply in service, but it's not always easy to do that. So, Making more money means being an embodied leader. And how can you tell if you're an embodied leader or if you're a leader leader who is in their ego, who is deeply rooted in their ego? Well, I'm going to go through it. (laughs) I'm going to go through it because I've wrote down a few different things. And this is going to be like a short, sharp, sweet episode, but I've written down a couple of different things to give you a really clear indication of whether you are doing things to be of service of yourself or to be of service of your community and the people that you work with because you need to know the difference to be able to have longevity in this space. And I'm not talking about like six to 12 months of 
massive success. I'm talking year after year after year of beautiful, powerful success because that takes fucking work and that takes embodied leadership. So if you are a leader who is very much in the ego, and again, nothing, I'm not demonizing this. I've done this. I've been this person, right? But when you are a leader who is so deeply grounded in ego, everything becomes about you. Everything. You, 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 right? And when you feel like you're not getting what you want, you can become resentful toward your clients. You can become resentful toward your audience. Like this can be, for example, if you're launching an offering and nobody's signing up, and you go, well, I'm doing everything, right? I'm doing all of the things I've done, blah, 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 blah. No one's giving me what I want, right? Acting in this kind of like bratty, entitled way. That's when we know when we're in our ego, right? So it's always about the whole the whole business, the whole entity and the way that people respond. It says something about you, which means that you're riding highs and lows and making everything in your, in, in your business um dictating your self-worth and it just should not be doing that right because if your whole business is dictating your self-worth you can't grow you can't expand it's hard to expand so much more because if somebody doesn't sign up to something or it's not as big as big of a success as you expected it to be you deem it as being a failure right and it's hard to pick yourself back up off the ground and to continue to move forward or to make adjustments or to launch new offerings because it's all about you and how you're not good enough or you are good enough if you're getting the response that you want and it should have nothing to do with any of that right it's a being a being of service to other people so people can get really resentful um doing all these things and feeling like oh i'm not getting what i what i really deserve i've done all the work this is when people are leaders as well, when we're in ego around leadership, when people are leading, but they're only leading to get their needs met, right? So you're only leading to get your own needs met, your validation met, right? Your validation that you're good enough, that you're deserving, that you're worth you know, $30,000 a month or whatever it might be. It's all about getting your needs met, not necessarily about the clients and allowing them to expand and, um, you know, really expand and live the life that they want to live. And that's an uncomfortable thing to recognize because everybody, every single coach I've ever come into contact with, friends, non-friends, clients, non-clients, has gotten into that trap before. They've all gotten into that trap before. And you can tell if you're in that trap, if you make a lot of money one month and then the next month you don't make as much money and you automatically start to shame yourself and make yourself feel bad, right? Because your worth is tied up in your business. So the making a lot of money means that you're good enough, that you're doing the right things, that you're great, you're grandiose, and then not making it means that you're not good enough, you're a piece of shit, la, 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 la right? Instead of it being of service to other people. So in this, you know, the flashy things tend to mean more to you than actually changing people's lives, right? The service to the self means more than actually helping people change their fucking lives. And I mean, you just, you see that shit everywhere. And it's, again, it's not to make any of this wrong. Like you can, you can have, show that and then still be deeply embedded in service. But 
I have just seen in the space and what I've also experienced is that the people who do the best are always deeply embedded in service and they are very embodied in their leadership. So yeah, it can be a really, really big thing of like needing to get your validation met. And that's when you'll experience the emotional highs and lows in the industry, right? So, you know, all these people sign up, oh my God, I'm amazing. I'm a God, I'm blah, 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 blah. And you're living on this ego high and then it drops and you don't feel that way any longer. And it's like, we need to remove the fact that it means anything about you, right? If you're doing well, it means that you're on track with your goals. If you're not doing as well, it means that we need to tweak things. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person, that you're not good enough or you're not worthy. And if you're making it mean all of those things, then there needs to be work to be done so that you're no longer leading from an egoic place where everything's about you and you start to lead from an embodied place where you are service-focused, right, where you are service-focused. So I need to get rid of that, like, you know, the addiction to the hormones, addiction to the dopamine and the highs. Oh, another way that um, egoic leadership can show up is through undergiving through punishment, right? Undergiving to audiences, right? If you don't get your needs met or if somebody is speaking to you about their services, sorry, that wanting to engage in working with you and then they don't want to sign up anymore or something happens and they're not interested and then you go cold on them right? And it's like, it's a conscious choice of going cold. Some people don't go cold. They just go, oh yeah, that's that, that connection's closed. And it might mean that they're a little bit shorter, but it doesn't mean that they're necessarily cold. Whereas if you take that away and you go, they didn't fucking sign up. And I've done this by the way, and they get angry and they get annoyed. You, you, you know, as the leader, you get annoyed or the coach, you get annoyed and you work away with it and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so frustrated. That person, blah, 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 blah. And you know, you got to honor the human experience, but that just means that you're, you, you start to undergive through punishment. Now that is so repulsive to a prospective client, right? You have to be able to hold yourself as a leader in this space, call people out when you need to call them out. But if you are being so fucking triggered by your business, and by being a leader in this space, it's going to be so fucking difficult to deal with the ups and downs of sales because there is ups and downs. Sometimes there's going to be people sign up, sometimes not, right? I know with leadership codes, like I've had so many people who are like, I really want to join, but now's not the right time. And some people have been like, yep, I'm in, let's go for it. Other people have been like, ah, uh, I just don't really feel like this is the thing for me right now. And none of it means anything about me. I know that I'm I'm so grounded in the service of this container. I know this is going to change people's fucking lives, right? So I'm not making it mean anything about me. But if I were to make it mean something about me, I could then pull away and undergive through punishment and not want to give to my audience, not want to chat to them, not want to have conversations with them, not want to connect with them any longer. Um, and I just think that that's leading from ego and it's just not the kind of person that I am. I've done it before. Don't get me wrong. We've definitely done it before, but I know in any point that if I'm doing that, then I'm not grounded in my body and I am leading from an egoic place. And that is not the way to run a business. So you can undergive through punishment or you can start to overgive and martyr yourself. And this can look like doing all of the free stuff, like, oh, I'm going to do this free breathwork session. I'm going to do this free masterclass and I'm going to give out all of these free sessions, right? And you give out free, 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 free that you're never getting taken 
taking care of for the things that you're giving in the world. There's a lack of boundaries here, right? So the egoic leader and the leader who is stuck in their ego, they either undergive through punishment or they are just giving everything, but they have no boundaries. And this can look like, you know, responding to clients at all different hours, right? Responding to them at fucking 10 o'clock at night when you're trying to go to sleep. It's the undergiving and the overgiving and the lack of boundaries around what's acceptable with you. And then the next piece is like the manipulation tactics, <laughs> right? And when we're stuck in ego, when we're truly stuck in ego, when it comes to our business and when it comes to being a light worker and a coach, and again, like these are all the shadows coming through. So any of this stuff, does it make you wrong? Does it make you bad? Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. But it's all of the shadows that come through around wanting to be successful and wanting to feel like you're good enough in the work that you do. But if you already knew that you'd be an embodied leader and you wouldn't need to play by any of the manipulation stuff, you wouldn't need to martyr yourself, you wouldn't need to undergive through punishment because you would be grounded in your why, why you're doing this and how it's going to support people moving forward. Another thing if you're in your ego around leadership that can happen is that you don't allow yourself to be held or supported or to be seen in needing support. So you notice and recognize that, hey, I've got some leaks. I've got some stuff that I've got to work on, right? And you are just legit too scared to even fucking look at it. It's like, ah, I can't go there. <laughs> That's too scary for me, you know? Or, oh, I know I need to, but I don't want to part ways with the money, right? And that's, that's again, the egoic um, place. It's going, okay, I need to be on a pedestal where I can't need support. I can't need help. I need to be the leader, therefore not get the help when I need it. When the most powerful thing that you can do as a leader is recognize I need support in this. You know, every level has a new devil that shows up differently, right? Or the same devil that shows up differently that I might need support in combating. And if I'm going to ask my clients to invest in themselves and to support themselves and to expand in multiple different ways, I have to be willing to go first. I always have to be willing to go first. So I've told you a little bit about what it means to lead from your ego. <laughs> and now I want to talk about what it means to lead from a place of embodiment because leading from a place of embodiment is so much better, in my opinion, at the very least. And it will mean that you'll feel and you'll experience a lot more of that financial success so much sooner because if you do have those money leaks that we've been talking about, you will allow yourself to get the support that you need. If you're struggling to be seen, you'll allow yourself to get the support that you need through the coaches. And if you're feeling right now, okay, I'm struggling with a couple of the things that Laura's just spoken about and making so much of my business mean something about me and making so much of how I'm viewed as a coach means something about me and my worth. If you're struggling with that, then babe, join Leadership Codes. I cannot stress this enough. It is the most beautiful place to step into, to allow yourself to feel really supported as a leader and to be able to look at those shadows, to look at those stories that have been coming up so that you can expand into a powerful fucking leader who is so embodied in their self-worth, who is so fucking confident and is ready to make an impact because those are the people that I want to work with. I don't want to work with people who are just like, oh, I just want to see all the numbers, numbers, numbers. I want to work with people here in this container who are so ready to make a fucking impact and to be supported financially as a result of that. It's like a byproduct. It's not the only reason why you're doing it. It's a byproduct of the service that you're giving and the lives that you're fucking changing. So link in the show, uh, link in the show notes. Yeah, that's, that's the right way of saying it as my... <laughs> 
podcast manager listens, I'm, uh, I hope she'll be like, yeah, Laura, you said it correctly. Um, so being an embodied leader, I want to talk about this. Oh, my God. Oh, I love I love this so much. And it's taken me a long time to sort of land in embodied leadership, right? And I have made a lot of mistakes along the way. I have been in my ego at times. I have had coaches that have been stuck in their ego at times and have not been connected to service. They have been connected to service to themselves, but not necessarily connected to service for others and for the greater population and for the people that they're serving. And I think it's so powerful and so important to be willing to serve other people and to support them because you you want them to experience a better life. I think it's so beautiful and you will be financially rewarded for it. If you do the money work, because don't get me wrong, like you can be like, oh, I want to do all the money, you know, I want to do all this, but then I, I don't believe I can make money as a light worker. You absolutely can. Like you have to clear the blocks and you have to be ready to be to be a leader. And being a leader means looking at your money shit too. <laughs> it definitely does. So being an embodied leader is grounded in your why. So all of the actions that you take in your work, in your business, in your sessions with your clients, it is always grounded in your why, why you started this in the first place, which I can almost guarantee for the vast majority of you, you've experienced a level of pain or a level of hardship in your life that you don't want other people to experience, or you want to be the person to support them, to be able to break through it and to really step into their own power. This can show up in multiple different ways. It can be stepping into their own power and the gym. It can be stepping into their own power in their confidence around businesses themselves, yeah? Like it can look different for each and every person and, you know, it should look different. However it specifically shows up for you will be different to how it specifically shows up for me and that is perfect and that is powerful. So it's always grounded in your why and it's not always about going, okay, well, what am I going to get out of this? And, you know, not always grounded in what do I want. It's going, okay, how can I be of service to the collective, right? Knowing that I get to be taken care of, knowing that I get to have boundaries around my social media or around my clients that I'm continuing to take to be taken care of and have boundaries around what I'm willing to accept in terms of payment to make sure that I'm taken care of and I have a life that I feel really good about and I feel really um, inspired about, but not necessarily always making it about you and what you want, but making it more and shifting the focus more to the clients and to the impact that you're desiring to make. So it's doing what is best for the collective, yeah? So sometimes that can look like doing free workshops. I mean, I used to do free workshops once a month. You know, it can look like that. It can look like delivering free content through the form of, um, you know, a podcast or it can look like just sharing things for the sake of sharing things to help uplift and inspire people and to give them beautiful little messages. That can be what it looks like. Um, and it's not about like overgiving because you have something to prove, right? Like, oh, I'm, I'm going to overgive to all of my clients because I need to prove that I'm good enough and I'm worthy and that I'm a great coach, right? It's just giving because it feels fucking good. It's giving because that's what would feel most aligned. That's what would feel most powerful. And, you know, you know you're not giving from a place of like, I, I'm giving this because I expect you to do something for me. It's giving because I desire to give because I know this is going to support and expand the planet and the people that I interact with, right? It's doing what is best for the collective, not just what is best for you, right? And <laughs> doing things in your business, <laughs> I'm like giggling, right? When you do things in your business, there's no exaggerated charge to it. When you're an embodied leader, right? If somebody says no to you, that's okay. There'll be somebody else coming, right? If 
it's not working out. That's okay. I can pivot. Or maybe this isn't for right now. It's trusting in the universe, taking all of the action steps that are required. Don't get me wrong. As you know, a leader in this space, like I have to take a lot of action steps, taking all those action steps and then trusting that if it's for you, it genuinely will not miss you. But if people are meant to work with you, they will fucking know. I'm a firm believer that a lot of the clients that have worked with me, actually all of my clients that have worked with me at a different point in our lives, we have had, we not in our lives, but at in different lifetimes, we've crossed paths, right? We've crossed paths. There's a soul connection there. There's a, there's a deep connection there and we feel drawn to each other to support each other. And for me to be able to support them to heal and to shift and to expand energetically, I feel that it is a really deep connection and I take it as such an honor. You know, I've had, I've had containers where I've had a hundred people in them, right? I've had containers where I've had 10 people in them, And I've had containers where I've had six people in them. I had one container last year where I had six people in it. And every single time it is a deep fucking honor that I get to hold and support. And these women trust me and trust me enough to be able to hold them in their biggest transformation ever. It is such a fucking honor, right? And that to me is embodied leadership is recognizing that it is an honor to do the work that you do is an honor to be labeled as a leader in your space and to be a coach in this space. And you are being trusted by so many people. And there is a level of responsibility with that to not make it all about you, but to make it about the clients and their transformation and the things that they're going to be able to step into. (sighs) So you essentially will become neutral. And when you're neutral, you are open to receiving, right? Because you're not experiencing the highs and the lows. If someone signs up, that's amazing. Thank you, babe. That's so great. I can't wait to support you and to guide you. But if they don't, it's not It's not going, oh my God, how fucking dare you, la, la, la. Oh, oh I'm so annoyed. So I'm going <laughs> to just shut off from them completely. It's taking the step back and going, ah, okay. It's not for right now. And that's okay. And that's okay, you know. So I hope that this has helped kind of clear up what it means to be in your ego. And trust me, I go in and out of it, right? We all go in and out of it. Sometimes our ego can be running the fucking show. And like I've had moments all throughout my career where my ego's run the show. Like I've I've had moments where I've tried not to be in my ego, but I've been really triggered by something. And it's never about anyone else. It's always about me. So in being embodied in this space is going to be the thing that's going to propel you forward because when you are an embodied leader, you will get yourself the support that you need to expand in the way that you want to. You will attract more clients because they know that you're there and you're willing to serve them, to support them and to guide them. And you won't be so concerned with, oh my God, is this going to trigger people? Oh, I'm so scared. I don't want to upset them. You won't be as concerned around that because you'll know that sometimes there there is so much medicine in the trigger for that person. There is medicine in it. There is something to be explored further for the person who has felt that trigger and that uncomfortability. And so I share this with you because I know that this is something that so many of the people that I work with, they want to learn more about. And, you know, in Leadership Codes, we are expanding into embodied leadership. And for some of you right now, you're going to be listening to this and embody and being an embodied leader is something that you truly desire. You know, you want to 
be so fucking turned on and lit up by your business, but be neutral toward it so that it's not running your whole life. You want to be neutral toward it in a way so that you're not feeling so fucking activated and triggered all the time around it. Like if somebody says, no, you're not like, oh my God, it's so bad. It means something about me. Not activated and triggered around money stuff either. You know, you're able to quantum leap. You're able to expand. You're able to look after yourself and be of service to yourself because being an embodied leader means taking care of yourself to be able to take care of others too. So you're able to take care of yourself and on your boundaries, but it's not all about you. (laughs) So it feels much more comforting. It feels much more inspiring. It feels much more exciting. And trust me when I say people can feel when you are in service to them, they're magnetized toward your energy they, and when you recognize that, you know, you can trigger people and it's okay. And, and, and when I say trigger people, I don't mean like cause trauma on the internet, right? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about having tough conversations online, having conversations that are activating for people, right? That help them see themselves in different ways, help them see their own shadows. You're more likely to step into that because you're okay with being polarizing because you know that's going to serve the collective. And that's the whole thing here is recognizing the work that you're doing is serving the collective. So anyway, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If you have enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you like it if you're listening on Spotify. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, definitely give us a review. I would really appreciate it if you were to do it. It's really helpful for us here and it's really inspiring for us to make more content as well. Um, And I would really do invite you to share this with somebody who needs to hear it too. And if you feel the pull to leadership codes, amazing. And if you don't, that's also amazing. Like honor your body and honor your yeses and on your nose but if you've been checking it time and time again trust the feeling trust the pull and lean into it and you get to invest in yourself in fact it is a massive expander for other people it's a massive expander for other people too to be able to see, oh my God, my coach is still doing this work too. Like they're still investing in themselves and their own expansion. So anyway, I will speak to you soon. Have an amazing rest of the day or the morning or the evening, wherever you are in the world. And yeah, I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye.